What's going on, guys? Welcome or welcome back to the My Three Cents podcast. It is me, your host, Olivia Lagundad, back tapping in with you today. Y'all, I am recording this podcast wrapped in a blanket. I'm literally in a pair of my husband's boxers in a nursing bra, and I need to shower off my self-tan, but I'm home alone, and Leo is asleep upstairs in his crib. So time is of the essence here, which actually fits for today's episode because today's episode is a really potent rip of something we all probably know, but something we all need to be deeply, deeply reminded. And today's episode is actually based on a question and on a conversation that I got from a current LF client back last month while we were actually getting her started in coaching. She wasn't a current client at the time. She was going through kind of like the starting up process with us when she asked this amazing question, okay? So to kind of set this up, to give you some context of what you're walking into here, this question was brought by a new client or somebody who was going through the onboarding process, like I said, and someone who really desired to be strong, have high endurance, really be like a hybrid athlete and wanted to be able to support that in her work with us at LF. So a lot of our conversation, since this was a client who had a lot of exercise experience, a lot of physical activity experience, was a college athlete, like really has done the things, was talking about more upper level things to kind of get her started, to kind of tighten those screws, if you will, to help propel her to the next level. So while we were going through the onboarding process together, we were talking about things that might be really helpful for her in this season because she already had mastered the basics. She knew the foundation. And so this naturally led our conversation to be more based around things like uh, routines and, and supplements and protocols and that nature, right? Just a disclaimer before we even take another inch, another baby step, another little toe wiggle forward. We as coaches in LF, LF as an entire organization, we are not people who, who really pride ourselves on supplementing heavily, on having our clients spend a lot of money or a lot of their finances on additional products. Nine times out of 10, the women that come to us, they actually don't need any supplements. They actually just need to be consistent. Um, And also, I think that a lot of supplementing in coaching really has gotten kind of like tainted, honestly, over the years because so many coaches, and I'm not knocking this, but so many coaches are trying to make a bag from being partnered with supplement companies. Now, I think that you can be a great coach and also have a discount code to a company and and make a few bucks profit off of anything you sell. I totally believe that. But what I also know to be true is that you're about 100 times more likely to tell people to take supplements or to buy stuff if you benefit. I also know that's that's how that works. Um, I also do think that's why a lot of supplement companies partner with coaches because they're going to do the marketing. They're going to make the push for them, right? Um, which the disclaimer in this is that LF, we don't like to over supplement. We don't take these conversations lightly. We will recommend things to our clients based on what we see is lacking in their diet. You're not taking a multivitamin. Ah, well, we might want to take that. Here's why. Oh, you don't eat a ton of fatty fish? Oh, okay, well, maybe we want to look over here. Maybe we want to implement maybe some fish oil. Oh, really? You're, you're having a hard time hitting your protein goal. Why don't we try something like this? And then we kind of put our hands off. We're here to make recommendations. That's literally why you hire us, right? To make your life be simple and clear. But also, we don't want to like 
ever use supplements as our first line of defense. Easy way to cut it is supplements a lot of the times will give you like the last 5% of results, but the, the power of supplements are only going to be brought to fruition if you already have everything else dialed in. So let it be known, this was a really specific conversation and also just my, my three cents on supplementation in the fitness industry. You know, let's come into this episode hot. We're already gonna make somebody have some ruffled feathers. But we were talking about supplements with this client because of who she was and what would be appropriate for her, all right? So in this conversation, we were just kind of going back and forth about supplements, about what she was taking, just kind of asking things out of curiosity. Um, And also I wanted to make kind of a general supplement recommendation to her as far as creatine goes. I love creatine, okay? I love it. If I could name one supplement that I think everybody should take, especially if you're trying to preserve or build or attain lean muscle mass, you need to take creatine. If you still think creatine is going to make you like a bloated blowfish, you need to do a little bit deeper research in it because that's definitely not what it is. But I digress. We're gonna course correct and get back to the story here. We were talking about creatine, myself and this client. And she then asked me, uh, you know, a really genuine question, which is what I really wanted to talk about today. And she asked, you know, I used to take creatine, but I felt like I was just not able to be super consistent with the timing. Maybe this was based on like where she was storing this in her house, that she was trying to take it around workout time, which would be great, but it wasn't something that was really like a vibe for her life. It wasn't, it was great, but it wasn't working well, right? That's, that's the key here. And she was kind of talking about as far as supplements and timing goes, like what would I recommend? What would I recommend for her? And I think that first and foremost, props to this client for asking this question. What a beautiful freaking question. But then I kind of took a breath and I said to her, you know what? I know that what is optimal is excellent and perfect. However, if you can't be consistent with it, is it actually the optimal thing? Is it actually the best thing, right? And I think that caused a lot of realizations in conversation with her. But then it also caused a lot of realizations of, wow, I actually think so many people need to hear this message. Because here's the thing. Let's break this down, right? Let's break down this response. What does the word optimal actually mean? Literally, what does that mean? Optimal, best, first choice, the most favorable outcome, right? I did not look this up on Google. I did not look this up in the dictionary. If you want to and you want to message me exactly what it says, do it. I just read some books and so I feel like I can explain what optimal (laughs) is. Regardless, we all know if it's optimal, that's like our first choice. That's like our first round draft pick. That is like, yep, that would be the most favorable, our favorite thing to happen. That is so optimal, right? I think that when we actually break it down like that, And then we're able to say, okay, the optimal thing that is like written on the back of the supplement bottle or like the optimal way to do literally anything might be the most effective way for creatine to work in your body. It might be the most effective way to lose fat. But let's get really, really real and let's get super raw and honest, y'all. If it's the best, but you can't do it, is it actually what's best for you? If it is the best and it's the labeled directions, but you can't do it, is it actually what's best for you? Is it actually optimal for you? Is it actually something that is going to vibe for you? I'm going to say no. 
and you should hopefully say no too. Let's bring this into another context. You know I love to do this. Let's bring this into another example, okay? You know I love a metaphor. You know I love a story. You know I love it. Let's talk about if you were wanting to lose fat. I would assume a lot of you guys here are here to be in the personal development vibe of this podcast. And also, you probably are on your fitness journey. I feel like fitness is the gateway drug to personal development. Um, and if I am wrong, let me be wrong. Tell me about it in my Instagram DMs, at Olivia Lagoons at Fit. I would love to know that you listen to this. Regardless, let's bring this into the fitness world. Let's bring this in regards to fat loss, okay? If somebody went on to give you horrible, horrible, horrible scum of the earth diet advice, that goes like this. For you to be able to lose the amount of weight that you want to lose in the fastest time, the fastest way, the the best way for you to lose this weight is literally to eat anchovies and wet seaweed and snails and, and cow brains and drink blood. And you're going to have to do that for five years. Then you'll never have to worry about your weight ever again. That is the best way to do it. That's the best way. Would you be able to do it? Would you be able to do it? Would that vibe well for you? You would never have a cheat meal. You would never have a cheat drink. You wouldn't ever have anything to fall off track. That would always be accessible to you. It always makes sense. Truly think about it. I know I gave like a very outlandish, very outlandish example. I am well aware of that. I also am like a fear factor challenge (laughs) kind of girl. So maybe those foods came to mind because I've seen people eat them and ugh, the gagging, the vomiting that happens. I don't know, y'all. Personal thing about me, after I got pregnant and I was, y'all know that I had a horrible time being pregnant. Um, Maybe I should do an episode on just pregnancy and fitness because wowzers do I have a a lot to say on that. I was vomiting what felt like every day of my life in pregnancy. I was like nonstop puking. But here's the thing, postpartum, the thing about me that has never gone back, the thing about me that has never been normal again is my gag reflex. I literally, last night I was watching Leo eat asparagus at the dining room table for dinner. And the way he was just like putting it in and like just getting it everywhere, it was just, it was so gross. That was making me gag, okay? My gag reflex, very fragile now. I am very fragile. I will gag at anything. I will gag at my husband telling me stories about the OR. I'll gag at it all, okay? So if you have to put all of this yucky, blucky food, snails and brains and pig's blood and, you know, all of this stuff only a vampire could love, and you gave me this kind of like way out there ultimatum just to make the point of this might be the most optimal way to lose 50 pounds, but... Can you actually do it? Who could actually do that? Who could actually do that? Who would actually commit to that? I think that outlandish example, I am well aware that it is, can help us also bring down to earth, okay, the thing that might be optimal, the most effective, the fastest, the quickest, the X, Y, Z in a bag of chips, that actually might not work for me. That actually might just not work for me. For her and this client, the situation was when she used to be taking creatine was what the label direction was of literally the best case scenario, the most favorable outcome, the most optimal. Now, that wasn't actually something that she was able to be consistent with. So then that begs the question of, but was it really optimal for her? And that's what I'm trying to bring down to earth with you guys. Is it really optimal for you? Is it really optimal for you if you can't be consistent with it? 
Y'all, I don't know if I am jaded and old in this fitness industry and I've just been here for a hot dang minute, but here's the thing. Consistency so truly is your best friend. 90% of the issues you have, literally write this on my tombstone, 90% of the issues you have will be solved by being consistent. Your dog doesn't behave. Well, do you train him consistently? Oh, you're breaking out. You have bad acne. Okay, well, are you consistent with like doing literally anything about it? Okay, no, yes. Mm. Let's just get honest with with each other here. If you're not consistent, then what are you, right? You're not living the optimal thing. You're not doing the optimal thing. Why are we concerned about what is labeled the best if it's not actually going to vibe with us, okay? That is the talk of today. So I want to tell you what I actually did as we kind of round out this client situation or really this conversation, rather, situation's not really a well-fitting word. Um, But what I told her was, if you can be consistent with creatine, that is the first hurdle that you need to do. So when can you be consistent with it? Is it doing it first thing in the morning? Great, let's do it first thing in the morning. Awesome, done and done, done and dusted. Instead of looking at what the label says to do or what you feel like you should do because it's best and it's guaranteed to get you the fastest result, it's actually best to do the most optimal thing 50% of the time because it's not realistic for you or is it actually best to take a step back and do the thing that you can be consistent with, which might be like 75% optimal, and then do that 30 out of 30 days in the month? The math is actually mathing. Let's be consistent here. Am I right? (laughs) Y'all, I think that we always in our head for some reason have this like broken record thought of anything that I can be consistent with feels easy because I can be consistent with it. It should feel a level of easy, right? But if it feels relatively easy, like I can do it every day forever, then it's obviously not doing anything. It's not worth my time. I need to do the sprint. I need to do the all firing on all cylinders. I need to like hit the gas zero to 60. I have to go all out. It has to be hard. It has to be the absolute best thing or I'm not going to do it. Please tell me when I put it in those terms, you can hear how silly that sounds. Please somebody tell me. (laughs) Can I get an amen? Let's be really, really real, y'all. Whenever it comes to doing anything, I want you to, instead of always thinking, what is the best? What is the fastest? What is the straightest shot? That is great. Also, on the flip side, say, okay, Maybe the best possible thing is I do three workouts a day. I spend three hours at the gym. I'm doing a swim, a bike, a run. I'm doing all of these things and I'm doing it for 10 years straight and that's going to be the best thing. Address what's optimal and then also call out what you actually can commit to, what you actually can be consistent with. I do this every single week with my clients. We are constantly talking about what can you be consistent with? What can you commit to in this week? What can you commit to? That is where the focus needs to be. The focus needs to be on the commitment, on the constant, on what you can do, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, every freaking dang day, okay? This is a conversation that I think is one that no matter where you're at on your fitness journey, you should be leaving this podcast feeling like, okay, where can I apply this? Where can I take this conversation and apply it? Like, where can I copy and paste this into my life? Because let it be known, every single one of you guys, I say this because it applies to me too, we all can learn a little bit of something from don't get overly fixated on the absolute best possible 
most highly effective, most highly efficient thing and actually is do what we're consistent with. Truly. Y'all, today's episode, 16 minutes long, 16 minutes short, and packed a freaking punch. If I triggered you, if I made you uncomfortable, if I sparked a question about supplements with you, if you want to talk about coaching, if you want to tell me about your fitness journey, if you just want to pop in and say, hey, I listened to the podcast. Y'all, my Instagram is at Olivia Fit. I would love to know that you were here. So if you listened to this podcast, it struck a chord in you. It did. It didn't. Whatever. You love this podcast. You never miss an episode or you hate it. And you want to you wanna fist fight in the Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm not really going to welcome bad juju in the Instagram DMs. Nothing I say is that deep. However, I would love to know that you were here. Um, regardless, I hope you guys have a wonderful, beautiful, amazing rest of your day. And I hope that you take what we talked about today to heart and apply this to your life in some way. I love you deeply. I love you dearly. I will see you here in a few days with our next episode. I love you guys. Have a great one. Thanks for tapping in with me.